You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. It's a drunk podcast. I can rim like a motherfucker. You already saw my Sullivan in San Diego. He got a golden shower. Bundy just fucking cream pied Albano. I've been drunk. I've never been cum drunk. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks and Drunk Marquettes? Welcome to Drink Up. Same drunk wrestling history, less calories. I'm Adam, your designated host, and they are the Drunk Wrestling Historians. This is Eddie. Let us drink till thine asses are drunk. And this is Scott. When if you can, lose if you must, but always drink. Thank you all very much for joining us in this, the final week of Invasion Month. We hope uh, you've been enjoying the episodes and we're going to close it out with this fun one. Before we jump into it, make sure that you head over to whatamaneuver.net. Get those Drunk Wrestling History t-shirts, tank tops, onesies. Uh, for the miniature Drunk Marks and Drunk Marquettes, want you to look like a true drunk wrestling historian who knows how to talk about uh, the occurrences of the invasion. That's whatamaneuver.net. Buy a fucking shirt. Buy a fucking shirt. Get a tank top. If you've got good tits like Eddie, your tits will look great in them. Buy a tank top. Buy a shirt. True. Get something. That's, I could, can if confirm. If we're talking like uh, Cards Against Humanity, he has tasteful side boob. and i'm in a tank top right i'm i'm in a like a beat up tank top um with a little hole in it and my uh manscaped underwear that's all i'm wearing right now so sophisticated (laughs) yep yep this is why you know this is uh what you can you can look this way when you don't have kids in the house you can just walk around in your underwear true or no underwear if you want no underwear if i want yeah dick swinging like vince that's it that's it exactly yeah yeah right yeah Chris is gonna spit out her drink like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> can you guys can you guys hear Carissa? A little bit. Okay, I thought so. I'm gonna have to try really to take that out. Right. I'm gonna have to try to take it out with a noise gate. Uh, if it doesn't work, um, sorry you guys, but uh, it's like, would she like to sit in on the show? Like, is, I specifically her asked her. I specifically asked her because I thought this one might be interesting to her, but she was like, nah, because yeah, um, okay. she wasn't watching back then. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So she doesn't even know the background of the invasion. So oh, okay. no, she didn't want to. So, but um, no, she's on the phone in the other room. The doors closed. I have my fucking mic shield set up and everything. But that's how loud she is. <laughs> she's very passionate when she talks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'll see if I can get her this. Get her that loud later. She is drinking. Hey no. <laughs> I thought about trying to do it between episodes, but she was on the phone. <laughs> also, rude. Would have been a definite no. Why? Me and Adam's gonna hang out and look at each other. Why, dude? You're... It wouldn't have taken long. I can hear you too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Back, back to your office. Back. She's like, and you are not getting fucked later, sir. <laughs> I think I think I just blew it. You totally did. Damn it! She was wearing her glasses too. Oh, son of a bitch! And she I used know. your manscaped the other and day. She used the manscaped. Yeah. God damn it! Anyway. I know. I know. Oh, well. so All right, Adam. Let's let's now, let's, now let's you just this. have to use your bidet. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for 
uh, for Invasion Month, we've done an overview. We have done uh, the Invasion pay-per-view, and we have covered uh, the events and results of Survivor Series. So we know that the WWF came out on top. For this week's episode, we're going to close it out by using our imagination, boys and girls. (laughs) What if the Alliance won? Huh. Hmm. What What kind of events would have taken place then, and what would the wrestling world be like now? Yeah, and this was your idea, Adam. Um, I forget when you mentioned it, just like in the last couple of weeks, but I was like, dude, that's a great... I, I didn't know what to do for the fourth episode. Um, I think first you, of had, all, you had something, but I, I guess we were just uh, trying to spitball uh, episode ideas. This Whatever week, so. I had, this was better. Yeah, first of all, I didn't realize July had five Fridays instead of four. So we only planned four episodes. We could have done five. So that's why we took the first Friday of this month off. Well, um, it's Fourth of July weekend, and uh, everyone's out somewhere, oh, it, and exactly. hopefully not getting your hands blowed off with fireworks. And that was kind of one of my things: is um, take holiday weekends off because usually the downloads are low. A lot of people don't get around to it for a week, so whatever. Um, so it worked out: four episodes in five weeks, but the but the fifth week is a holiday, so cool, good to go. And I could have added in that fifth one that I first came up with, but I totally forgot what it even fucking was. So. This is why you're supposed to write things down, but I'm, it worked sure out it's fine. Somewhere in the text uh, historical archives. Yeah, I'm sure most people need a week off from us too. Agreed. Yeah, we need a small break. Yeah, we need to sober up sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> so sad. So so that you could fit in more drinks later. <laughs> <laughs> if they buy a fucking shirt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if they drink less, they can afford to buy a shirt. Bingo. And then we can afford to drink more. <laughs> It's a vicious cycle. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. What if the Alliance had won the war? So we all picked our, we, you know, we've, you guys have all heard these what if scenarios before. We all picked our own timeline of how things turn out. Yeah, and we're going to go through them. So who wants to go first? I'll go first because you guys always like go above and beyond with these. You're the worst at these. I'm usually the worst at these. Yes. So <laughs> let me get my bullshit out of the way first. Also, we only we changed things around last night, so we only really had today to work on these two. It, true. Yes, we thought we had another couple weeks on these, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have the shittiest one. So uh, right. I'll I'll just get my bullshit out of the way, and then you guys can go with your amazing. Timeline. Just by saying that, you're probably going to win this episode now. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm hoping. All right. So I based mine off of would Vince really allow WCW to win? And the firm answer on that is, fuck no, he wouldn't. So here goes my timeline with that in mind. Okay. Team WCW slash The Alliance win at Survivor Series. The following month, Vince sees value in this and goes and purchases the contracts of Sting, Lex Luger, Scott Steiner, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. Based on the buy rates for the pay-per-views, Vince is like, we can extend this out. I'm going to lose in November, buy these guys' contracts, and let's see how far we can stretch this thing out. Wait, he buys these guys' contracts before Survivor Series or after? Uh, Before, knowing full well that the plan was to have WCW win. Got it. Okay. So these guys all show up in December. It's almost like a gift to Team WCW slash Alliance for winning. He immediately kicks out 
the WWE guys that are on WCW's roster. Okay. Austin's gone. Angle's gone. Christian's gone. Anybody that was WWE or WWF, gone. Banished. Test is gone. Well, Test had immunity. So he's able to oh, float no, between the two right. shows. Oh, no, you're totally right. Yes, you he had immunity. You fire him. WCW takes over the Monday Night Raw show and renames it Nitro. Then Shane graciously gives the SmackDown show to WWE because Vince paid him to keep it around and promises to never show his face in wrestling again. Hmm. Shane strips all WWE members of their titles and essentially hands them over to Alliance members, calling them WCW championships. Heavyweight titles given to a debut... <coughs> Excuse me. Heavyweight title is given to a debuting Sting because Booker apparently can't hang on to that title. The U.S. title is given to RVD, and the tag titles are kept on the Dudleys, who they decided to keep on the Alliance. A tournament is held on the WWE side for their versions of the heavyweight, IC, and tag titles, but it's made clear by Shane that these are second-tier titles and don't mean as much as the WCW titles. Shane also announces that the Royal Rumble will be held as scheduled, but it will have 20 WCW guys and 10 WWE guys. Hmm. In the WWE tournament finals held at the Royal Rumble... The Rock wins the heavyweight title, Jericho wins the IC title, and Undertaker and Kane win the tag belts. Edge wins the Rumble, but is injured during the match and is labeled as unable to compete at WrestleMania. For a few months into 2002, nothing is mentioned of hostility between the two brands, but after a title defense by The Rock, he is jumped by a mystery man under a mask and full body suit, only wearing a WCW shirt. Is it Rick Rude? <laughs> Rick Rude wore a helmet, dude. Yeah, right. Not a mask. This continues for several weeks, where this mystery WCW person keeps jumping WWE talent. After a successful title defense by Sting, he's jumped by a similar person wearing a WWE shirt, and this continues for a few weeks with this mystery person jumping various WCW stars. Tensions rise between the two sides, and questions arise and fingers are pointed about who could possibly be involved in the attacks. Vince shows back up because he is accused, and while he's found innocent, proposes a winner-take-all title match at WrestleMania 18 between Sting and The Rock, where the winning brand takes both Raw and SmackDown, and the other brand is gone forever. Shane agrees, and at WrestleMania 18, Sting wins as he's accompanied to the ring by Shane, but is attacked by the masked man, revealed to be Triple H after The Rock and Sting whip his ass but not before Triple H takes out Shane. But another masked attacker runs to the ring and spears Sting, revealing himself to be Edge and here to claim his title match from his Rumble win. With Shane out of commission, Triple H takes out The Rock with a sledgehammer. The match starts and Edge promptly wins the title with another spear and celebrates with Triple H. While Vince, who came to the ring while Edge unmasked, stands on the entrance ramp laughing like a villain. (laughs) Due to the amount of talent on the roster, WWE adds a third show to the weekly lineup. With Austin and Rock both gone by mid-03, Sting elevates to a top-face position, while Goldberg arrives at SummerSlam 02 and also becomes a top-face. The top heels going to 03 are Edge, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar, with many of the WCW talent defecting to TNA. Oh, I didn't even think about TNA getting involved at some point. I mean, not involved, but... Absorbing talent. Absorbing talent, or yeah, right. Bloated roster, dude. It has to happen. Right. It didn't even cross my mind that TNA would even exist. You know. 
Yeah, because I think they came into existence around 0203. It was early from that. I want, and that's when they were on Fox Sports Night, I believe. Yeah. Well, they were doing the weekly pay per views yeah. before they went to Fox Sports Night for oh, several okay. months. Okay. Um, for remember there was like those five dollar pay per views. Oh, that's right, dude. That, I totally yeah, forgot that was about their those. You mentioned them. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's interesting because you bring in Sting way. I mean, you bring in everyone way early, but especially Sting. Yeah. Well, and make him a major player, which he would course. have been. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. get dream matches out of that guy, and he was a homegrown talent. He just mm-hmm. he made the most sense. No mention of Flair, or did I miss that? No, no mention of Flair. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if I missed it because the cat was distracting me, and it was the whole thing. <laughs> Over here, Mifflin's on the damn chair next to me. I'm at the dining room table, and he's in his next chair, wanting me to pet him, and. Now he's climbing into a box. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> he just jumped right into the fucking thing. I'm about to put a picture of that. that a picture of that's going on Twitter. That's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, so a month from now, you guys will hear this and think back to tonight when I tweeted a picture of a tail sticking out of a box. <laughs> that's that's not your butt plug for the record. I actually like that because I feel like your um, scenario is fairly realistic if contracts were what they were. You know what I mean? If Vince could have gotten those guys? Yes. Like, I don't think yours is too far off from what probably would have happened. Well, I'd like to think so. Because I I would think that Sting would be heavily featured moving into WrestleMania 18 had he debuted right after Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, it would be a big fuck up if he wasn't. Right. Yeah. Okay, Adam, you want to go next or you want me to go next? Let's, uh, let's, uh, I'll, I'll go for it. Okay. Okay. What if the Alliance won this would be a very expensive storyline due to the win at Survivor Series being a total accident. Uh, Earl Hepner is the referee. Uh, on At some point, uh, Austin stuns Rock and goes for the pinfall. At 2.9, uh, <laughs> Rock gets his shoulder up. But Earl still hits the mat and calls the match. Oh, okay. So you have a yeah. uh, you have a disputed finish. Yes. So it's not it's not clean, but it is counted. So uh, Rock is still employed uh, since he is since he is still a champion. Shane forces Rock and Austin to switch titles uh, since. Uh, Rock has the WCW title. Rock has the WCW title. Uh, Austin has the uh, WWF title. Austin has title. a WWF title. Forces them to switch because WCW is now large and in charge. Does Earl ever claim that it was Dave that uh, did the back count? <laughs> okay, missed opportunity, I'll admit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, in, the mi- in the middle of this match, we also know that uh, Jericho did... I mean, it's practically Skull Crushing Finale on Rock. It is, yeah, yeah. Skull Crushing Finale. Um, I forget if it had a name then, but Jericho is welcomed into WCW for trying to screw over The Rock. So he is now top heel. Uh, let's see. At Instead of Vengeance, at Starcade the next month. Ooh, yes, that would have been December. Good call, Adam. Yeah. Oh, cool, I'm trying, cool. I'm trying to figure, yeah, like around the same timeline. Very I was good. trying to... F- I was trying to I love figure it. you won you won this uh or you won the winner take all with a mistake. I was trying to figure give him another sin pay per view, 
but that was still 2001. So I think Starcade would be the one where you do it. Yes, like, and they never, celebration. They, you go uh, close out the year on top with your biggest pay per view. They never took over those WCW pay per view names either. Like even no. the cool ones. I mean, they did do the Great oh. American Bash a oh, few years later, one. which which was the only one they really did. And then until War Games and Halloween Havoc and NXT, um, I thought Halloween Havoc was the biggest. Missed opportunity Agreed. of all time. Agreed. That should have been. That should there should have been, been a 2001 no Halloween mercy. Havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love that you did that. All right. So uh, carry on. Yeah, Starcade uh, takes place next month. Uh, Shane, knowing that since Rock lost, he shouldn't be a true champion, so he's going to unify the titles, and we do have the same uh, mini tournament: Austin versus Angle for the WCW title, Rock versus Jericho for the World title. Austin wins, and Rock wins instead of Jericho, so Jericho can never claim that he was the first ever undisputed champion. He'll eventually be a champion. He's just he just doesn't have that claim to fame. Uh, in in the final match, Jericho screws over Rock again, and uh, Austin becomes your first ever undisputed champion. Okay. All right. Uh, on that. Uh, oh yeah. Also, uh, the day after or the day after Invasion, it is still Raw, but. Uh, Shane and Steph announces next week this shit is now Nitro. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so, uh, like, Alliance is celebrating. Uh, some WWF members are trying to, uh, they're still trying to go at war. They feel like this war is still continuing on because it is a disputed finish. Uh, but WWF is getting their ass kicked. Except for one who is livid, the Undertaker. He goes on a major ass-kicking streak to find Shane, and uh, tells him, "I want a job." Uh, Shane makes him beg, but in true Taker form, he chokes him and says, "I'm not beg. I'm not begging. I'm demanding. Like, like (laughs) I'm not asking for a job. I'm telling you to give me a job." Shane says, "Okay, okay." I'll give you a job. Yes, Just fucking let go of me. But the sign says long-haired hippie people need not apply. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if you get that reference, you're pretty cool. Or old. Or very old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's older than Adam. It is. You're right. The cover of that song is older than Adam. <laughs> Damn. It is, yeah. dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, throughout this time... Rock is not complaining about uh, the disputed uh, finish at Survivor Series, uh, but he is confronting uh, Shane, saying, "Like, you know, it wasn't a clean win, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you pay." Uh, and so he's uh, Booker T uh, steps in, and Jericho, being uh, now Shane's uh, num- number one heel, steps in against The Rock. So, he knows that uh, he's uh, ganged up. He needs to have some help from from some guys who maybe they're not going to be goody-goody friends backstage, but they're just in for a fight. He recruits uh, the APA. Not as, oh, cool. not as protection, but just to be fellow ass-kickers. 
Uh, let's see. And uh, pretty much, uh, this is uh, this is gonna go on like in general for maybe the next month or so. Uh, come Royal Rumble time. Oh, uh, also before before this, uh, or at the Royal Rumble, they say that uh, they have signed a new superstar. Sting shows okay. up. Uh, he's like, "WCW's my home. We're we're the hierarchy, and I'm gonna make sh- I'm loyal to this brand." He's he's gonna be a face still, so he's pretty much playing the RVD spot. Like you're part of the enemy, but we're cheering for you. Right, right. Is he in the yeah. Rumble match? Uh, he's not. He just debuts there. Okay. But in Sting's debut, guess who returns from injury? Triple H. So that's setting up their rivalry that they're going to have in the next pay-per-view. But just figuring... On 14 big... years earlier or 13 years earlier mm-hmm. than it actually happened. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, instead of uh, getting... Uh, like the match that should have happened during invasion, you're getting it in the middle during invasion. In the middle of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Also, ta- tag team championships. Uh, Dudley's lose the tag titles to the Hardy Boys, but Matt is still pissed off at Jeff for uh, doing the Swanton and losing, and so for drinking Fireball. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> He's on so, fire. So after after they win, Matt, after they win the titles back from them, Matt uh, turns on Jeff. He becomes Matt uh, version, Matt Hardy version one. Uh, and then uh, Shane says, "Hey, you're holding WCW titles, so therefore I'm I tell you what matches you have." So he puts the Hardy Boys against Jericho and Booker T. Matt is a no show. And so it's practically a two-on-one. Jeff uh, doesn't get out of that one. So uh, uh, Jericho and Booker T are your tag team champions. Uh, at this, also at this Royal Rumble, uh, Undertaker. Win- Adam, you went into insane detail, by the way. I did. My bad. Yeah. It's or okay. No, no. I just you're welcome. To point that out. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Don't apologize. <laughs> yeah. That's just the good person reflex in me. It's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to convince you. No, fuck it. This is, this is uh, like right in the heart of my uh, wrestling fandom. Yeah, we took the reins off. Go crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did it uh, in week uh, one of this, so yeah, might as well. Uh, Undertaker wins the Warrior Rumble, and so oh, okay, and so he is going to face Austin at WrestleMania X Eight. Spoiler alert, uh, Taker wins because uh, he is going to win at WrestleMania. And that is when he throws up the 10. That's a good, hold on, that's a good match. Oh, no, because we hadn't really established a streak, huh, at this point. No, I think that's this a good is the match year because this is, this is when he does this it. This is the year. Yeah. This right. is the year that he does it. He throws up the 10 and says, yeah. I got a streak, motherfuckers, right, right. and I just got uh, their title. So that would have yeah. made that match even better. Like, he mm-hmm. beats Austin and recognizes the streak. It's totally. pretty fucking badass. Yeah. That yeah. would have been cool. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, le- leading up to this, uh, WrestleMania X8 is going to be in April instead of March. Because at March, they hold Bash at the Beach. So, in March? Yeah. 
I'm figuring that's like early spring break, and also figuring. Oh, okay. And also figuring, uh, like WCW still didn't have like the best thinking management at the time. Maybe they would put it at the. Uh, they bring over the bad management. <laughs> apparently, yeah. <laughs> All right. But so why Jim I like Herb that because walking in. I like that because I was at WrestleMania 18 and it was cold as fuck in Toronto. So April would be a little warmer. So. See, I'm taking this care of Eddie in this uh, storyline. Thank you. Thank you. And I didn't even know him, and I'm taking care of him. Uh, so, uh, at Basheth Beach, uh, another uh, another group known for having a big debut at Basheth Beach, Shane brings in the NWO to, uh, to beat up uh, Triple H. Ooh. But who comes to save him? Shawn Michaels. He makes his return, and there's your setup for DX versus NWO at WrestleMania X8. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, also at, let's see, ar- around this time, there's another there's another big signing. Goldberg is uh, finally brought in. And Rock has been, like, he's been tormented. At some point, uh, APA questions if... Uh, if he really still has it in him to fight for all the guys that lost their jobs at Survivor Series, Rock says Rock is pretty much implying, "No, I got this. I, I can save everybody, per se." And so they decide, uh, Shane and Vince decide, Rock versus Goldberg at WrestleMania X8. If Rock wins. WWF uh, is uh, brought back. They they practically serve or it's not that they survive. They're officially resurrected. And okay, yeah, you said erected. <laughs> I, 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 t- I totally did. Nice. Yeah, Goldberg beats the absolute fuck out of him but rock is able to keep up it is a great match rock comes out uh, with the dub they shake hands uh and uh wwf comes back i would say everything after that would be history correcting itself the poor management of wcw would still cause those guys or how was that my goddamn Amazon notification on the Alexa. Oh, <laughs> this bitch interrupting a podcast. Is the loop coming? Or... <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should. I really shouldn't. So, uh, so yeah, WWF uh, is now uh, back in business, but WCW, they're still going to find a way to screw things up, and they're eventually going to, uh, they're going to dissolve. In the background of all of this, ECW hasn't been much of a factor because they have now become the third brand. Uh, okay. So instead, so instead of it uh, happening in two thousand and five, two thousand six, it's just happening in two thousand and two. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which would be better because Sandman would have a little, le- a few less years on him. Yeah, that is yep. true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, he would get like three quarters of the way through that moonsault instead of halfway through the moonsault. Exactly. Um, I don't know whether... uh, I I would say our... 
I don't know about ROH, but I would say TNA gets a little bit more momentum, but those two companies would be, like, countering with themselves. They would have their eventual fates, so... Um, but yeah, EC- ECW uh, becomes a longer-lasting brand, and The Rock practically saves WWF in this uh, feud with uh, Goldberg and Match there. Uh, downside is we deprive uh, Eddie of uh, the Rock versus Hogan moment, but hopefully the stakes on that match were big enough. I, I would never know the difference. That mm-hmm. is true. There we go. All right. Yeah. All right. That was really detailed. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I like the um, I like the Rock thing at WrestleMania. That was really good. DX um, and NWO. DX and NWO early on. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know when those guys could still get in there and do that. Like, That's a really good, you know, because we didn't even get that till Sean was retired. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like that. That's actually the best part of your whole scenario. Okay, um, I'll get into mine. Um, so at Survivor Series, the reason the Alliance wins is because after Angle swerves, Jericho comes back in through the crowd and he hits the rock with the belt and rolls Austin onto him. So that's how it happens. That's how the, the Alliance wins. Okay. Uh, wins ones like, ones <laughs> I'm on my third beer it's like delicious ones. beer everybody <laughs> yeah I mean they're tall beers one was 19 ounces the other two are 16 ounces but I just opened the third one um, the WWE guys stay loyal to Vince they won't go work for Shane but now Shane controls he has basically the TV like WWE is their own entity still but they don't even have TV like it doesn't they're of no consequence. They're nothing. Um, they're like the in-laws every- that just won't leave after the vacation's over. Pretty much. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, like they still have their website and everything, and everybody works for Vince still, but they just don't have any presence out there at all. They're not running shows because all the sh- all the house shows that were booked are now WCW house shows. So, But everybody stays with Vince just thinking it's, Vince is going to fix this. We've been with There's Vince for all these years. He's going to figure something out. So for the next month, we don't see WWE guys at all. We have Monday Nitro and we have Friday Night Thunder or whatever. No, SmackDown was on Thursday. We have Thursday Night Thunder. Yep. Those are the TV shows. There's no WWE presence whatsoever. Um, There's also no ECW. The guys are there, but there's not an ECW TV show. And the reason for that is because I don't remember if we mentioned this earlier this month, but... ECW was in bankruptcy for a couple years, so you couldn't really you could refer to them, but you couldn't you couldn't name a show an ECW show because it was in bankruptcy. Blah blah blah. Vince didn't actually own it for a while. Yeah, their so. assets were being held up, right? Yeah, right. So you can't make the show ECW. So they're both WCW shows, but it's all the guys, you know, all the ECW and WCW guys, um, and no WWE guys. Jericho goes to the Alliance because he helped them win. You know, obviously, they, he's the one guy who left Vince because he, he basically did that at Survivor Series. Um, and they're more than happy to have him. So in the weeks leading up to Vengeance, Shane and Steph are constantly doc- talking backstage about how they ne- need to sign more guys. More, They don't have enough talent for to run four hours of TV because they only brought in 24 guys. And the only ones that came over from WWE would be Austin and Jericho, the only ones that are still there. So they have a pretty small roster and they keep talking about are there free agents out there? Can they talk to any can they talk any WWE guys into coming over there? 
So Vince ends up making Shane a deal the next night on TV, or not the next night, but yeah, right after Vengeance. Um, and Vince is aware of this. I've been watching the show. You're right. You don't have enough guys for four hours of TV. So why don't you get one night and I get the other night? And then you can thrive on one show instead of like being just okay on two shows. Shane agrees. And uh, Vince tells Shane he can't wait to kick his ass in the ratings. So now they're going to go back to, they're not going to be um, fighting each other. They're going to have their own shows and just be competing with each other. A ratings war. <laughs> a rate, going back to having a ratings war, exactly. So yeah, how do you decide who gets which work. show? So who gets Raw and who gets SmackDown? They decide that the winner of the Royal Rumble that year, that show, the the guy who they work for gets to pick. So if a, Raw, if a WWE guy wins a Rumble, Vince gets to pick whether he has Raw or SmackDown. Same thing with, same thing with Shane. They don't do the unification match at Vengeance, so the Rock and Austin are still the champs going into the Rumble. So you get to the Rumble match, and this is for picking, there's no title shot on the line for this. It's for picking which show belongs to your brand. Number 20, Triple H shows up. But he's kind of working right down the middle, like he's tossing both guys from both shows, from both brands. You don't read the announcers are putting over. We don't know who he's going to be loyal to. Does he want to be on the show with Austin? Does he want to work for Vince? Step his wife Stephanie works for for uh, Shane, so or not works works with Shane. So you don't know what he's going to do. He ends up the final three is Triple H, Jericho, and Angle. So you got Triple H and a guy from each brand. Triple H tosses them both at the same time. So you really have no idea where his loyalty. Ooh, I like this. Is. Okay, so at the end of the show, the announce uh, Jr. is putting over. We don't know what he's going to do. We don't know who what brand he's going to work for. And you have Shane and Vince both standing on the ramp, looking at him like, "Hey, you know," and oh, and Steph. So the next night on Raw, Triple H comes out to announce what he's going to do, who, what brand he's going to sign with. He buries WCW and he talks about how they named him Terra Rising. <laughs> But he also mentions how Vince punished him for the curtain call and put him in a fucking pig pen match. And he asks, why, like, why should I be loyal to either of, either of you fucking two? And he doesn't actually say that night. You're kind of left, you know, it's open-ended. Um, but backstage at the end of the show, you see him talking to Steph, like the, just the two of them off to the side, you know, somewhere in the back of the arena. Do you see Dick That's going in? No, you don't see Dick going in. We're saving that for Friday. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> um, Friday he and Steph come to the ring and he says he's made, made a decision he calls Vince and Shane out there he tells Vince he'll stick with him on the condition that he takes Stephanie back Vince doesn't like it but he knows that he won't be able to compete in the ratings without Austin he needs someone who's yelling is that Peyton no or is that my house that's your house dude okay is there a child in my house oh it must be a dog um, Vince knows he won't be able to compete in the ratings without Triple H um, so he says alright fine I'll take you back I'll, I'll take Stephanie back if that's what it takes to get you uh, with her um, in reality backstage oh, so, and then Triple H says since I helped make Raw what it is we're taking Raw I'm going with you Vince and Raw is going to be the WWE show in reality there's no way Vince is giving his Monday night show to the other brand. You know what I mean? He's like, 
you know, in a backstage thing, not a storyline thing. That's Vince a is like stern thing. No, yeah, Vince yeah. is like this is this is the flagship show. WWE is obviously getting that right. Um, Shane says he never needed Steph in the first place. He's like, fuck her. I didn't need her. He just needed her for for her part of the WWE shares so that he could buy WCW out because that was the deal. Was they sold their shares to come up with the money to buy WCW. He's like, whatever, fuck her. And he says, you know what? I was going to kick that bitch to the curb anyway because I got someone else who can run the company way better than her. And out comes Eric Bischoff. Oh, Lord. There we go. So it's so Stephanie's back with WWE. Shane and Bischoff and Heyman are going to run the alliance. But Heyman is like barely running the alliance. He's actually more doing color commentary for them. So on Fridays, Heyman's on commentary. Um, so both shows become their own thing. So you have WWE Raw and you have WCW Friday Night Thunder, Thursday Night Thunder. So then they kind of, they're totally separate at this point. They're just totally individual shows with nothing to do with one another. So they go into their own feuds and you have guys become baby faces and heels. So on SmackDown, the heels are going to be Austin and Jericho, the to, you know, the top, the top of the card. The faces are going to be Booker and DDP. On Raw, the top heels are going to be Kane, Taker, Kane and Taker. And the faces are Triple H, Angle, and Rock. So Triple H tells Vince he wants a title shot against Rock. And Vince is like, well, you did win the Rumble, even though it wasn't for that. So sure, I'll give you a title shot. So going into uh, No Way Out, you have Austin versus Booker for the title. Um, but Jericho tells Bischoff that he should get a shot because he won the Survivor Series match for him effectively. So they make that a triple threat match. At No Way Out, Jericho wins. He becomes champ. Um, in the main event, you've got Triple H and The Rock. Jericho runs in and he costs Triple H the title. The next night on Raw, Triple H is in the ring and Jericho is on there. So now this is the first time you have that crossover between brands. Jericho's on there via satellite and explains that he doesn't have anything against Triple H, but he hates that filthy, disgusting, brutal, bottom-feeding <laughs> trash bag hoe nice. that he calls a fucking wife. Damn. <laughs> So Triple H demands he gets a title shot at Jericho against Jericho at WrestleMania. And he tells Vince, I don't care what the fuck you have to do, make it happen. So it's an interbrand match he wants. So Vince shows up on SmackDown and he asks Bischoff if he wants to do an interpromotional match and says it'll be good for business. You know, we're splitting these pay-per-views together. That'll make that'll get us a good buy, buy rate. Bischoff thinks it's a good move, but he can't risk Jericho losing the title and the Alliance doesn't have a world title. So he says, sure, I'll do it, but in order to hedge his bets, he wants to do two world title matches. So he wants to do Jericho and Triple H, and he also wants to do Austin and Rock. Vince agrees just to make Triple H happy. Um, and then Heyman's there. Heyman says, why not make it an Extreme Rules match since it's their third WrestleMania match? Vince agrees. So we get to WrestleMania. And so you've got... Triple H and Jericho, and you got Austin and Rock in an Extreme Rules match, both for a title, for for an interpromotional title. So Triple H and Jericho go on first. After a rump, after a ref bump, Triple H is about to hit a pedigree, but Steph hits him with the belt and rolls Jericho onto him. He kicks out, and he eventually still wins the match. He still pedigrees Steph, and we still get the nip slip. Excellent. So, I was yeah, hoping you keep that in. I'm not into ruining reality. I'm not fucking <laughs> Thanos. Who are you, Thanos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no snap is ruining my titties. Yeah. Um, and then, um, oh, hmm. I forgot to write it down, but, um, or did I already, did I already get to it? 
Uh, Nip slip? Was that the... No. Um, uh, oh, Steph, Steph goes back to WCW. Well, this should be later. I kind of got my notes out of order. Um, Steph goes back to WCW and with, Jer- with Jericho and explains that this was all a plot to embarrass Triple H because she fucking hates him. And it really all goes back to the way he married her in the first place. Um, which Damn. turns out to be... That's which special. turns out to be... Steph was not in on that. He really did drug her. Um, so backstage, Bischoff gets interviewed about the both titles currently being in WWE, and he seems really not worried about it at all. Like to the point where you're like, that's weird. Like he should be kind of concerned, but he's not concerned at all. Um, so you get to Austin Rock. That's the main event. It's an extreme rules match. It's your classic Austin Rock match, but they fight all over the damn Sky Dome. Austin ends up in the ring hitting a stunner. Rock does the rock selling the stunner thing where he flips over backwards and bounces off his fucking head and all that. Mm -hmm. In the process of doing that, he wipes Earl out. (laughs) (laughs) I can picture this. I can see it. Yeah, right. Like he does the flip backwards and he kicks Earl in the head. Um, Earl rolls out of the ring. From AJ Styles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Earl rolls out of the ring. I love how this Um, is very important to it because it totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, So Austin's got him down, but he can't get a pin. He can't pin him because Earl's outside. He goes out to roll Earl back in. And who does he get jumped by? The NWO. They do a run in, beat Austin down, roll him back in. They roll Earl back in and the Rock wins. So now the, the, the WCW title came to WWE. The WWE title is in WCW. Um. But back, but very next day, we're back to the brands are totally separate with nothing to do with one another. Going forward, Austin is the face, of course. Um, he still ends up walking out a couple months later because Vince wants him to lose to Hogan. Hogan says it'll be an HBK situation. Let me get the first win, brother, and I'll give him his win back later. Mm-hmm. Austin doesn't trust him, and he never wanted to wrestle Hogan in the first place. So Austin, the whole thing with Austin ends up still happening. Eventually, they end up swapping Vince and Bischoff, making a deal, making an agreement to swap the titles back because they're just like, hey, this is kind of silly. Like, why do I have your title and you have mine? There's no match. There's nothing. They just swap them. Um, then we get, so it's just totally two separate shows. It's like AEW and WWR now. They have nothing to do with one another. If you didn't know that Vince owned them both, if you were new to wrestling, you would have no idea they were related at all until a month before SummerSlam when Vince and Bischoff decide to do a draft to shake things up. So they do the draft. Hogan and Rock end up on the same show. At SummerSlam, now we get the Hogan and Rock match. This takes place in AT&T Park in San Francisco, so I still get to see that match. Scott couldn't get tickets, so he still doesn't get to see this match. (laughs) And after that, the whole thing kind of fizzles out. The whole WCW thing sort of fizzles out, and they just sort of stop mentioning it the way that they have a tendency to do with things. Like, they never write it out. They never do anything. They don't go back to an angle to where one's going to take over the other. They sort of just drop it. And on the season premiere of SmackDown that year, they go back to calling it WWE SmackDown with no explanation. And also, they never hire Brock Lesnar because they had way too many people on the roster at the time, and we never have to see him. (laughs) Nice. And that's my version of what happens if the Alliance wins. Well done, dude. Thank you. That that keeps the ballpark very busy all year because the Giants ended up going to the World Series that year, too. 
Well, look at that. Yep. You're, you're just at, I didn't even know you're that. You're just adding more excitement uh, to that ball to that very young ballpark. It yep. was a great summer in San Francisco. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. It was a very young ballpark. I think it opened in 98. No, yeah, like 2000. 2000 or 2000 was 2000 that late. Or 2001. Wow. Okay. So it's oh, a, was it Okay, really? so it's like it it was right at at the, the uh turn of the millennium. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so it's okay. two two-year-old stadium. Mhm. Which I still think they should do a uh, Royal Rumble there Agreed. since they started doing baseball stadiums. That would be fantastic because they have the big Jumbotron there. That's just your display for everything. Your uh, wrestler runs out uh, from the botanical garden that they have in the back there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a perfect city, too, because um, the Chase Center is right down the street because, you know, they do the whole weekend of shows so they can use the Chase Center just for the other shows. Just do Raw Smackdown there. Yeah. It yeah. would be fucking perfect as long as they can schedule it with the Warriors. Like, why not? Easy public transportation. True. Um, I think the I think a reason they'll never do it is um, that time of year. I don't think they want to do an outdoor show because all this uh, the rumbles they've been doing have been indoor stadiums. Yeah. So even though indoor it never fucking rains here, roof that no that kind of makes sense. But still, right? It's not. It's odds are it's not going to rain that day, and it's not even fucking cold. It'll be probably seventy degrees. You know. So it's the perfect place for it, but I don't see it happening. But anyway, that's my scenario. Excellent. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. Well done, guys. Yeah. And we... Yeah, I think everyone's pretty I, good. I think we all, we all took the approach of like, yeah, Alliance wins, but WWE still survives. Yeah. And... I mean, yeah, I don't think... Th- I can't see Vin- if this ever had happened in real life. There's no way it wouldn't have eventually Vince been WWE. Vince would not go down easy. <laughs> but he... No, he, he's going to fight like a motherfucker to keep... I mean, uh, especially with it ultimately just coming down to it being a name. You know what I mean? He owns both companies. He can name it whatever he wants. He's right. going to name it... He's going to name it the, after the company his dad started. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That takes... All right. And with that... That closes out Invasion Month. I'm going to miss it because this was actually a very fun month. Just reminiscing about, again, one of the craziest storylines in professional wrestling. Like, we just had uh, Forbidden Door uh, X amount of days ago. This was practically that on steroids. Totally. Yeah. And literally. I don't think it was... (laughs) Wait, what was that? Wait, the invasion was Forbidden Door on steroids or Forbidden Door was Invasion on steroids? The first one. Okay, you're yeah. right. All right. Um, you guys, if you want um if you guys have any ideas for stuff like this, because I think this was really fun to do um an entire month on one topic. If you guys have any ideas for stuff like that, like don't don't tweet me and say do four WrestleManias in a row. I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> but something like that that was like a long-term thing that you could, you know, um, that we could do this way. Like, I think this was fun to do, um, but I have no more ideas. We're literally Type out. of thing. If you guys think of anything that you want us to do a series of episodes on, let us know. Damn. Please. Do I have to, yeah. I have to start coming up with the crazy ideas now? <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. It's going to be weird for the two of you then but so everybody else help help us out we need ideas and please let us uh know what you thought about invasion month and what do you think about this episode and just share any thoughts that you had uh about uh, any of these occurrences again our uh handle or our 
social media platforms are Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Handle is wrestling underscore drunk. Please tell your family, friends, heels, faces, and alliance members that we'll be happy to entertain them. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. We hope you had a fun month listening to us and, uh, or plus, you know, the other hundred plus episodes that we've done. But still, uh, yeah. for, for this, our first dedicated month towards something, we really hope uh, you had a great time listening to it and reminiscing about uh, everything that took place. On behalf of Eddie and Scott, I'm Adam reminding all of you to enjoy your buzz. Watch wrestling responsibly, drink like nobody's watching, and we'll see you next time for another great episode. One, two, three, invasion! Dive. Trash bag ho. Yeah.